Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Get him. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition right here of the Fantasy Freestyle, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are live and direct from Studio 34. I got people celebrating the World Cup with me out here live and direct. We are going to get into that. I am going to give you my World Cup preview of the quarterfinals and yo if you've been listening to your boy speeds the spitting statistician you have more money in your mybookie.ag account than you did at the beginning of the world cup viva belgium viva croatia we'll get into that in a hot second i got a crew downstairs with me down there in the fourth floor in the fantasy pit of misery dilly dilly to my man jp the night owl i got my best friend forever mikey florio down there i got yo danny auto and we are going to give you a recap if you're down with the stats over beat cipher you may know about the world's tallest model show we're gonna get into that in a little while i also got my man wall street down there maddie mo pulling double duty we may holler at him a little bit later on as well we got a big show for you okay i'm going to as i've been doing here on the fantasy freestyle we're gonna go division by division today we talk about the afc west i'm gonna give you the diamonds in the rough and i'm gonna give you the fugazis the guys you need to forget about for fantasy football this year we're also with my man jp the night owl we're gonna talk about this free agency period here in the nba yeah 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 lebron james is over there in la la land with the lakers magic working his magic and getting the king over there but then last night boogie Cousins signs basically for the mid-level exception over with the Golden State Warriors. And that is our poll question on the show tonight. What is your reaction to Boogie Cousins signing with the Golden State Warriors? My options for you are, I love Golden State answering LeBron. Or is it, does it ruin the NBA for you? Or is it on some like, yo, championships are won in the summertime. Let's see what happens when they are on the court. We already got over 100 votes there. If you want to join the show, holler at me at Spittin' Speeds. You could also, you could holler at me, dial 844-843-6879 if you want to chat it up about fantasy football, free agency, and the like. And then as always, as you know, we do, uh, you know, we put the fun and functional sports content here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got rapping athletes to break down, but I'm going to bring back some of the guys that were hooking me up last football season. My man JP, the Night Owl, is going to experience the trap game maestros for the first time in this episode. And I'm also going to tell you, listen, since we last spoke, we have hit July 1st. And July 1st is the beginning of a new fiscal year. If you're in corporations or, you know, kind of stuff like that, you understand. And I'm going to tell you who loves the beginning of the fiscal year, July 1st, more than anybody else and will love it until, oh, I would say about the year 2035. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But I want to get you caught up on the news and notes here in the NFL before we dive into the AFC West. There's two things that I want to ask you guys and talk to you guys about. One, Robert Turbin of the Indianapolis Colts. He got popped. He's going to serve a four-game suspension for the Peds. You know, he's enhancing his performance synthetically, shall we say. So he's going to miss the first four games of the Indianapolis Colts season. And I got to tell you something. I think there's some opportunity here for a couple of guys. A lot of people are going to talk about Marlon Mack. I don't think so. 
Okay, I believe this is an opportunity for two young kids that are back on the bottom of their depth chart. One is Naheem Hines. This is a rookie. He's more of a prototypical like PPR kind of back, third down back guy who's a dangerous guy in space. Think about, you know, Terry Cohen, Elijah McGuire, these kind of guys. I think he's going to get a little bit more of an opportunity. But remember the name Jordan Wilkins. Okay, this is kind of as my man Jake Seeley, who I work with here in the mornings on Roto Experts in the Morning. He says he's actually the best overall back, and I think he may have an opportunity. This could be an opportunity for Jordan Wilkins, so keep an eye out in that Indianapolis running back room. The last thing I'll say is don't forget DeMarco Murray is also still without a job, and I think he's going to wind up signing somewhere. Maybe it's an injury or maybe a four-game PED suspension, so keep an eye out on that. Remember the name Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines. I also got to ask, listen, since we last talked, this Jameis Winston thing has gone down, right? You know about the issue with the Uber driver back in 2000, I believe, 16, maybe 2015, but he gets three games. And here's my beef with this all, okay? James Winston, three games for, in essence, sexual misconduct, groping an Uber driver. Zeke Elliott, for what? Doing similar things at like a Mardi Gras parade with like his friend or a woman? Six games. Three, six... I don't know about the rhyme or reason. Let me add to this. Tom Brady, for, you know, deflating footballs. Four games. Okay, so deflating footballs is worse than molesting an Uber driver, but not as bad as ripping the top off on a young lady in a Mardi Gras parade. Okay, got it. Um, former Giants kicker, Josh Brown. For repeatedly abusing his wife on NFL grounds at the Pro Bowl, in fact. One game. So that's less than groping an Uber driver or deflating footballs or exposing a woman at a Mardi Gras parade? Okay. I think I got it. But then what about, like, Chantrell Henderson? My man Mike Florio knows him. He's an offensive lineman for the Bills Mafia down there. What about Martavis Bryant and Marijuana 16 games? Oh, I see. So smoking marijuana is worse than repeatedly abusing your wife. Worse than uh, grabbing an Uber driver. Apparently, you know, our president 45 thinks it's all good if you're famous. Um, worse than deflating footballs, integrity of the game, all that stuff. Worse than exposing a female at a Mardi Gras parade. Marijuana. Worse than all of these things. And, you know, more than four, three times worse, apparently. But I digress. The NFL needs to find some consistency in their personal conduct policy, some consistency in their performance-enhancing drug policy uh, before we hit the next year. But if you're talking about this here on the Stats Overbeat Cypher, in the chat room, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, holler at me, yo. If you for some reason think that I'm bugging, that there is in fact consistency in this policy, holler at me. And if any of y'all down there in a fantasy pit of misery, dilly dilly, if you think that I'm bugging, holler at me. Let me know, all right? But as we move along, we're going to talk here about the AFC West. I think the AFC West is a very interesting division. I'm going to give you my diamonds, my fugazis, and also if you go on over to mybookie.ag right now. Deposit a little something, okay? And then enter the promo code FNTSY. You will get a 50% deposit bonus on your original investment, okay? We're trying to hook you up. You can tell them that Speeds the Spitting Statistician sent you. We're going to also look at the over-unders for some of these teams and where I would lay a couple of shekels if I'm trying to win my leagues and win that cash. Let's start with the Denver Broncos, okay? I'm going to tell you right now. I got a diamond. I don't even know if he's a diamond in the rough, but I'm telling you right now. And this is a big shout-out to my man Pete in Staten Island. Last year, Pete in Staten Island, he was part of my Stats Overbeat Cypher. He was calling in all year, and he was like, listen, I'm on Devontae Booker. I'm stashing Devontae Booker. They don't want C.J. Anderson. It's going to be Devontae Booker's job. And I was like, you know what? I think you might be right. I think that's a decent stash. I'm going to tell you right now. Pete from Shaolin. 
Not this year, brother man. It's all about Royce Freeman. I'm going to tell you something right now. Royce Freeman is one of my big-time diamonds in the rough here for the AFC West and among the rookie running backs, if you want to know the truth. I think talent wins out. I think he will eventually leapfrog Devontae Booker. I think Royce Freeman is the running back to own for the Denver Broncos, especially if you're in a standard league, okay? Because he's not going to offer much in the passing game. I think Devontae Booker is going to wind up being that PPR kind of back for the Denver Broncos. But if you're in a standard league, I am not scared to say I think Royce Freeman can be a back-end RB2 in his rookie year in standard redraft leagues, okay? You need to know about this kid, this rookie out of Oregon. They went out and drafted this kid because I don't think the organization believes in Devontae Booker. They tried as much as possible to give him that job last year, and it didn't go down. Royce Freeman, diamond in the rough as it comes to the Denver Broncos. On the flip side, when I talk about the Fugazis, the guys you need to forget about for the Denver Broncos, I actually have a couple. The first one is Case Keenum. Listen, Case Keenum, I think, outperformed himself and expectations last year. He is now also not with Shermer anymore. Remember, there were reports in the offseason, like when he was going to go to, uh, when Shermer was going to go to the Giants and elsewhere, they were like, oh, he's going to take Case Keenum with him wherever he goes. I believe that that is because Case Keenum was a product of that system. Case Keenum was just a guy for years, and then all of a sudden, he's going to be that dude that apparently is going to be your fantasy quarterback. No, no, no. Even in quarterback leagues. I like a bunch of other people. You can get Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. I would rather all these guys than Case Keenum. And in two QB leagues, you can get these people. I would even rather a guy like Tyrod Taylor for early in the season. I would rather a spec play on a guy like Lamar Jackson instead of putting in your lot with Case Keenum. So I think he could be a little bit of a fool-lazy, someone you need to forget about. It's interesting with their wide receiver position, okay? You know about DT, you know about Manny Sanders. There are two wide receivers. If you're in dynasty leagues, I think warrant a look here for the Denver Broncos. The first is Cortland Sutton. He was one of the wide receivers who my man Emery Hunt, who knows the college scouting game like, whoa, um, says was you know, skill-wise, one of the best wide receivers in this draft, and he goes to Denver. And remember, Denver has been looking for that third wide receiver option for a long time. Guys like Cody Latimer and the like getting an opportunity in there. So I like Sutton, but don't sleep on Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State either, okay? Both DT and Manny Sanders, I think, are on like the last year of their deal. There is the potential that it is, you know, Sutton and Hamilton that are the starting wide receivers next year for the Denver Broncos. Maybe the Broncos bring back one of these guys, DT or Sanders, and only one of them. But if you're in a dynasty league, keep an eye for sure on Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. When I look at their schedule, the Denver Broncos, they open up, as always, they always wind up with like two straight home games. And this year, they get that as well. They start on home, the home opener against the Seattle Seahawks. Remember, Seattle on the road, a different team than at home. Seattle will be working through a new defense, working through a new, in my opinion, starting running back. So I think Denver could get off to a hot start, home against Seattle, home against Oakland. But there's a lot of coin flip games to me with the Denver Broncos. Okay, The over-under on their season win total is seven. I actually think that's a good line. I am going to pass on the Denver Broncos. They are not a team at this line that I am going to lay money on because I see them pretty much as a 7-9 and nine team. Let's keep it moving with the Kansas City Chiefs. That is the next team in the division that I want to talk about. Listen, people love Patty Das Mahomes, and I am among them. You are seeing the quarterback comparisons to Brett Favre. This kid is supposedly going to be a gunslinger, and they supported him with Tyreek Hill, and they went out and got Sammy Watkins, who we know and stretch the defense be that deep threat I think that helps them stretch the defense I think that helps them with Travis Kelsey running around in the middle of the field I like Patty Mahomes and here's the other piece on Patty Mahomes that people may not know just yet I think he's going to contribute in the running game a little bit more than people think my projections are Patty Mahomes can get 300, 350 rushing yards. And when you're dealing with quarterbacks, another three, 400 rushing yards, you're in the Alex Smith, Russell Wilson territory. You're not quite out the Cam Newton territory yet, but these are quarterbacks who literally can add a couple points to your bottom line with their running. And I like Patty Dasma Holmes to be one of them as well. When you look at the Fugazis, 
I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. I've seen Tyreek Hill being as high as wide receiver 10, 11, 12, 13. I've seen him as a back-end wide receiver 1, a high-end wide receiver 2, and I don't think that is the case. Okay, I think they got Sammy Watkins to be another deep threat. I think there's a new quarterback in town, and I just think that you basically got the best Tyreek Hill you're going to get last year. And so if you are expecting him to be your back-end wideout 1 or your great wideout 2 that you're getting a week-to-week advantage I wouldn't be so sure at that level I would much rather have a guy like Stefan Diggs I would much rather have a guy like T.Y. Hilton I would much rather have a guy like Larry Fitzgerald and Tyree Kill is going at the same level as these guys give me the alternative to Tyree Kill I think he's going to be a little bit something of a fugazi as you look at the Kansas City Chiefs schedule it is not easy okay they got a tough start Four of their first six games are on the road. Check this out. They are on the road for the Chargers, on the road for the Steelers, on the road at New England, and on the road for Denver. That is tough. Okay? The AFC West, they also get the NFC West as the division they play against, and they drew the short straw there as well for the Chiefs. Okay? So when you play the entire NFC West, you're going to play two games on the road, two games at home. They get Seattle on the road. That sucks. They get the Rams on the road. That sucks. You would have wanted to have had at least a home game against one of those two teams. So I think this first stretch where they go on the road to the Chargers, the Steelers, the Broncos, and the Pats, that is tough to me. And having to go to Seattle and go to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, that is also tough to me. I can see the Chiefs actually like progressing because you know they're setting up Patty Mahomes to be that next guy and I think long term it could be good for them but I think short term they could take a small step back the over under on this team is eight and a half I pass on the Kansas City Chiefs when we come back here on the fantasy freestyle two teams down in the AFC West two other teams to preview I'm going to tell you right now one of them definitive under i am definitely going over to mybookie.ag and i'm putting some shekels on the under on one team and i'm putting some shekels on the over on the other team we got the raiders and the chargers left in the afc west i'll tell you who i like and who i think is fugazi moving forward and then like i said we got a lot of other stuff to do we're going to talk with the night owl about the nba free agency i'm going to give you my world cup quarterfinal preview and we got to give you my recap of the world's tallest model show all that and more right here on the fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician let's go Ooh, Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Jesus Christ, it could be so much better. I'm the type to hit the lotto than complain about the weather forever. I'm unamused, unimpressed. Overstressed, yes. There it is, a little chronicle bringing you back here on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the world-famous and award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. You already know what it is. We're having fun here. We're breaking down the AFC West a little bit. I told you my take on the Broncos. I love Royce Freeman. I am going to have shares of Royce Freeman on my squads left and right. Then we talk about the Kansas City Chiefs with Patty. That's my homes. But I'd be a little bit leery about the Chiefs overall. I am not touching their season win total at eight and a half. Also, with a season win total of eight and a half is the Oakland Raiders in their last season in the Bay. I'm telling you right now, if I was you, I would run. I would not walk. I would run to mybookie.ag and I would lay the 
under on the Oakland Raiders. I think this team is fugazi. You need to forget about the Raiders this year. Yeah, beast mode, you know, for his hometown. Yeah, Gruden comes back, brings some excitement. Good old Chucky will make you want to run through a wall. But really, where is this team good outside of, say, the offensive line? Derek Carr has taken a step back. Since that injury, you know, I'm seeing him go right now as like quarterback 17 in some drafts. I don't know that he's right. And to be quite honest, I don't know that John Gruden is the guy to cultivate him. Spider to Y banana and whatnot, right? At running back. Okay, sure. Marshawn Lynch, I can see him being a back-end RB2, especially. He's going to be my diamond in the rough for this team, okay? I think Beast Mode can actually be some value. I think he is a back-end RB2, and here's why. As we move along to where more and more teams are in timeshares and committees, it's going to be the guy who you can more depend on for touchdowns that is going to get you points. So in Detroit, I like LGBT rights, LeGarrette Blunt, And in Oakland, the same theory, I like Marshawn Lynch. I think he could be a back-end RB2 for your team. Will he do a lot in the passing game? Not necessarily, but I can easily see him with another season of 900, 950 yards and eight or nine touchdowns and that in itself gets you to RB2 territory when we talk to the Fugazis Jordy Nelson is a Fugazi for me you need to forget about Jordy Nelson this is not 2014 where he was that dude this is not 2015 where he had great chemistry with Aaron Rodgers last year you saw that Jordy Nelson was not the same guy. And to be quite honest, a lot of Jordy Nelson's production, in my opinion, last year was because straight the chemistry he had with Aaron Rodgers. Back shoulder throws, red zone kind of targets where they have a feel. That is not the case with a new quarterback. Jordy Nelson, in my opinion, is there to teach professionalism to Martavis Bryant and Amari Cooper, who has got something going on, in my opinion, between the ears with his drops. I always thought Crabtree was a better fantasy receiver than Amari Cooper. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show as I break out the remix of the Trap Game Maestros Forgot Amare. But I do think that Jordy Nelson is fugazi because, if anything, they are going to want Cooper and uh, Martavis Bryant to be their dudes in Oakland. I like Lynch. I think he has some value for you because a lot of people think that he's done, but I think the touchdowns will still play in fantasy. But I would take right now, go on over and grab the under. On the Oakland Raiders. And that leaves one team left in this division. And it's the Los Angeles Chargers. And I got to tell you something. And I know the unicorn is not going to like hearing this. But last year. Literally at this point last year. When I was doing my division by division previews. And I was doing the NFC East. I was like you know what. I kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles. You can ask my man JP down there. My best friend forever. My man Chris Bavona. The manimal. I They could play the tape even. I was like, I like the Eagles. I think they will be in the NFC Championship game or beyond. And I said, why? Because I like their talent at every single position. There is talent on this roster. And I also said last year that I thought the Eagles were the only team in the NFC East that was not regressing. I can say a lot of the same things about the Los Angeles Chargers this year. I think they have legit talent at every position. Phillip Rivers, yeah, that'll work. Melvin Gordon, yeah, that'll work. Keenan Allen and the Williamses, Travis Benton, yeah, that'll work. Yes, I know they lost Hunter Henry, but I also believe this is going to be a top five defense. I don't think there is a pair of edge rushers that will get more pressure in the AFC than Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Yes, that includes in Denver with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yes, that includes in Houston with J. J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, Andrew Davion Clowney. I think the Chargers can get the most pressure on the quarterback in the AFC. I also think the Chargers have the best set of cornerbacks in the AFC. You're talking about Casey Hayward, who was literally, as per pro football focus last year, rated the top cornerback in the NFL. Okay, don't forget about guys like Desmond King and their other rookie who played well. And don't forget about Jason Verrett, who has been a pro bowler and is oft injured but should be healthy this year. I love then also what they did in the draft with the number 17 overall pick getting Derwin James. This guy is a Swiss Army knife that I believe can cover Rob Gronkowski in the playoffs and make it work for the Los Angeles Chargers. What I'll also say is this, and you saw this. 
when uh, the Fantasy Sports Network, they did their mock draft yesterday. And when you got a bunch of experts in the room all looking to wait on quarterback, you're getting legit quarterbacks in round seven, eight, nine, and ten. And I'm going to tell you something. Add Phillip Rivers to the list of guys that are the reason why I will be waiting on quarterback. I'm telling you guys, and if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times here with the stats overbeat cipher. If I'm in a 12-team league, I will be the 11th or 12th guy to draft a quarterback. You're telling me I can wait and I could have my choice of Phillip Rivers, Matthew Stafford, uh, Patty Mahomes, you know, and all these guys, whichever one falls to me, Carson Wentz even. This is another, Rivers is another example of why I will wait on quarterback. So I believe Phillip Rivers is a diamond in the rough. I'm going to tell you who the other diamond in the rough is for me on the Los Angeles Chargers. And it's Mike Williams, second year wide receiver out of Clemson. This guy is a boss. This guy was a first round draft pick of the Chargers out of Clemson. It was him and Deshaun Watson who almost like single handedly beat Alabama in the championship game a couple years back. Yes, he had the back injury and stuff, but I think Williams stands to benefit the most from the Hunter Henry injury. William, Mike Williams, and excuse me, when I say Williams with the Chargers, right now I'm talking about Mike Williams. Tyrell Williams is also out there, but I like Mike Williams. And I like Mike Williams to be the guy that takes some of those red zone targets. I like Mike Williams to be the guy that takes some of those third down, move the chains kind of looks from Phillip Rivers. I think he's the guy that can get you six touchdowns. And I think Mike Williams is going at value. He is a diamond in the rough for the Los Angeles, I almost said San Diego, but for the Los Angeles Chargers, go Chargers, go. I told you how much I love their defense. I think they're a top three defense for fantasy. And I will say this also. If you follow the Chargers, and I know some people out there do. See you. Um, for years, the Chargers have been snake bit. Ridiculous collapses at the end of games. Ridiculous starts to the season, and then they pick it up at the end. Missing field goals left and right, Young Wing Koo or whoever it is, right? If they put some field goals through the uprights and get off to a hot start, I can see this team. I actually believe the Chargers are the class of the AFC West. I take the over on the Chargers. Their over-under is nine. I think this is a double-digit win franchise right now this year. And when it comes to the AFC, I'm telling you right now, I am trying to beat Tom Brady, and I'm looking for veteran quarterbacks on their last ride to be the guys to do it. There's one in Pittsburgh, and there is one with the Chargers. Phillip Rivers ain't going to be scared going into Gillette in mid-January. I love me some Los Angeles Chargers this year, provided health, obviously. And they've been snake bitten in that way as well. But give me the Chargers as a class of the AFC West. All right, let's keep it moving. I want to do right now, I want to bring in my man JP the Night Owl. He's down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Dilly dilly to my boy JP. I want to talk a little bit of NBA with him, okay? We talked about, you know, free agency, getting into it with the draft and stuff like that. We talked about that with JP. And I want to remind you guys right now, we got a poll question up. What is your reaction to Boogie Cousins signing with the Warriors? Is the NBA going too far with their super teams, what is the salary cap for if not to prevent this exact thing? So right now, 51% of you says it ruins the NBA for you. I don't disagree. 25% that say they love Golden State answering the move of LeBron to Los Angeles. And 24% say, hey, let's just wait and see. Let's see what happens on the court, right? The offseason is not over. There could be some other moves made by a team like Los Angeles, by a team like Houston, or teams in the East. And also, listen, Boogie Cousins is coming back from an Achilles injury, okay? And that is not easy, especially in the NBA. I don't think there's many examples in the NBA of someone coming back effectively. Maybe Wesley Matthews is one that I can think of. Maybe my man JP or my best friend forever, Mike Florio, can tell me a little bit otherwise. But now, at this point, we bring in my guy, JP, the Night Owl, okay? He's my basketball, my new basketball correspondent. JP, 51% of the poll right now. We got over 100 votes. 51% are saying that, yes, this Boogie Cousins signing ruins the NBA for them. Are you part of that 51%, JP? I am, but I do think I differ a lot from that 51%. Tell me more. So where I come from is I'm not mad at anyone. or I'm not mad at the league. I'm not mad at the Warriors. I'm okay. not even mad at Boogie Cousins. It's okay. the right decision. It just kind of sucks as a fan to see that it's happening. 
that's where I take it from. So why does it suck, though? Right, you're, you're telling me it sucks because of kind of like the, the competitive balance of it all, right? You have, we have, in essence, we have rendered the regular season obsolete. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, you know, with the with the option on the poll ruins the NBA for me. Maybe that, like, that ruins, you know, uh, what is it, like six to seven months of viewing? If you're a big NBA fan, and listen, in October of last year, I was like, yo, wake me up when it's the Cavs and the Warriors in the finals. You know what I mean? And so, like, now you're rendering the NBA regular season pretty much obsolete. You're rending early playoffs obsolete. I'm going to tell you right now, if all things are equal and stay the same, Wake me up around Memorial Day next year when it is the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals, in my opinion. Yeah, Philly's got a chance if Markel Fultz can, you know, find his shot. But don't sleep on the Boston Celtics. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard may still be on the move. But I agree with you. You're saying it kind of does. Maybe it doesn't ruin it for you. But, JP, competitive balance is all out of whack, right? Yeah, I mean— there wasn't much say about it last year, but this is just kind of like another layer to it where it's like there's no team that's even close competitively right. to this team. So I'm sleeping through the NBA Finals. Exactly. I'll, and I that's the know. thing, JP. Like, even the Rockets, they lose Trevor Ariza. You know, that's an issue. Could Kawhi make a big difference? Yes. Could there be some other move that's a big move that we don't know about that's going to happen via trade? Anthony Davis on the move, you know, something like that. Possible. Kyrie Irving on the move possible but as it stands right now pencil me in for golden state boston as a nba finals and here's the other thing here's the in here's like kind of the biggest stat that i saw that speaks to this jp check this out and i'd love to hear your reaction to this the presumed starting five of the golden state warriors right so we're now talking about steph curry clay thompson kevin durant draymond green and boogie cousins as the five the five of them combined, JP, check this out. The five of them combined in their careers have a combined 27 all-star game appearances. All right, JP? 27 combined That's among those wild. five. That's a lot, right? But check this out. JP, the entire Southwest division of the NBA and the entire Central division of the NBA 10 NBA teams combined have a combined 22 all-star appearances among them. JP, that's ridiculous. That's your competitive imbalance right there. Yeah, and they could all probably go combine their teams and still lose to the Warriors. That's what too. I'm saying. Should I saw so much stuff on Twitter. You know, my, my two favorite ones, JP, were one, I heard that on NBA 2K, you're not even allowed to sign DeMarcus Cousins to the mid-level exception. They, like, blocked it, literally. If you try and do that on the video game, they will not let it happen, saying that it's unfair. The other thing that I thought was interesting, and I will pose that as a question. Maybe I should put this out as a poll question next week. Um... I saw someone on Twitter say that, you know, the United States should, in essence, just send the Golden State Warriors to represent America in the 2020 Olympics. What do you think about that, JP? They'd probably win that, too. Right, because they'd have their team chemistry and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they'd be better than the Olympic team. They have the chemistry, and they've got five Olympians. You know, that's what I'm saying. And you're, you know, you're a millennial, JP. You're a video game player. You putting me on to that six-night or whatever it is that the kids are playing these days, that seven-night game, that three-night game, whatever it is. Um... So what do you think about this? You can't even sign Boogie Cousins in NBA 2K for the salary that he actually signed with. The game is like, no, 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 that's a cheat code. That's not fair. What do you think? I play a lot of 2K, okay. and I'll tell you, they won't even let you come close to this team. That's what I'm saying, right? It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, so JP, I got to ask you, you know, the other thing I think is interesting, and people may or may, or may not realize this, it was GM LeBron. That cleared the way for the Lakers to sign him. If you guys remember, I think it was, what, January or whatever, by the trading deadline this year. Remember, the Cavs and the Lakers made a trade, right? The Cavs getting, you know, Clarkson and Hood and some other guys. Isaiah Thomas went out there. It was that trade that cleared the books and created enough space for the Lakers this summer to sign not one but two max guys. And then they go on and spend that money on LeBron. Hey, JP, to me, this is GM LeBron just really puppeteering the entire NBA, creating the conditions for him to then sign in L.A. Then they get Caldwell Pope, also a client of the same you know management company and things like that. This is LeBron just stacking the deck, right? 
all the way. Yeah, he gets right. he gets Rajon Rondo as well. So now there's not one but two point guards in the for the Lakers who can't shoot a lick along with Triple B Lonzo Ball. Hey, hey uh, JP, the next domino to fall as before we go to break has to be Kawhi Leonard, right? So what do you think? Uh, what do you think happens there, and what do you think, if any, are the big moves that can also contribute to a shift in competitive balance? Is it Kawhi? Is that the only other piece? It may be a Kyrie Irving trade. What do you uh, anticipate or expect before the next time we have fantasy freestyle here? I'd say there's two players on the planet that can effectively guard Kevin Durant. Hmm. One, one is Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, one's Kawhi and one's LeBron. You put them on the same team, that's a problem. I don't care what the other team looks like. So hmm. that's the only thing that would even, like, Wake me up. Absolutely. And you know Kawhi Leonard, a Los Angeles native, and it looks like they are trying to make that happen. But listen, if I'm Greg Popovich and the Spurs, why in the hell am I trading Kawhi Leonard to my competitor to make a team better than me in the West? I'm telling you right now, if I'm Popovich, the conversations start with Brandon Ingram and my boy Kyle Kuzma. You can keep Lonzo, though. You can keep Lonzo, though. I'll take Ingram, and I'll take, uh, you know, I'll take Kuzma. These are guys that play the position, in essence, that Kawhi would be vacating for San Antonio. So, yo, let me know right now on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, what you think. If you think it ruins the NBA for you, or if you like the kind of arms race that's happening in the Eastern Conference, I will tell you the smart money is on Boston and Philly because they're going to have a much easier path there. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, I'm going to give you my World Cup update. If you're a Stats Overbeat Cypher fan, you know I have been hot as liquid hot magma. So hot that we sweat steam. I'm going to give you my quarterfinal preview. And then we chatted up real quick uh, with my man Danny Otto about the tallest model show in the world. I tell you, who likes the beginning of a new fiscal year more than anybody else? And we break down my trap game maestros talking about Amari Cooper in the AFC West. All that and more with your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds, the spitting statistician. Stable genius and vocal minority right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, Come on right back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Giving you the goods that'll please you is no, we don't care. We the beef boy scouts. Check it, we're prepared. You know what it is right here on the fantasy freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician. Two more real quick points on that Boogie Cousins thing. I gotta tell you something, and big shout out to my guys down there in the fantasy pit of misery. You know, uh, they hit me up on the G chat. You know, that's how we communicate with each other live on the radio. If I was the fantasy executive right now, I'd be like, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. But uh, down there in Dilly Dilly, they told me, yo. The Lakers also said no to Boogie at $5 million a year, and that's another good point, okay? Boogie Cousins, I hear in reports that he did not get a single offer in free agency. Maybe because of the Achilles, maybe because he's a mercurial talent, but I digress. The thing is, listen, if he ain't getting any other offers, how are you going to hate the Golden State Warriors for being like, hey, we'll give you the mid-level exception, you know? And I think that if you're also, if you're Boogie Cousins and you're coming back from an Achilles injury, you know, I think this is a good look because the market wasn't there for you. You did not get a single offer. So might as well get a little one-year prove-it deal. And if you're going to go do that and you're going to have one year to prove it, might as well go to a situation where the conditions for success to make you look good are going to be there. You know he's going to pull down 12 boards a game with that team. You know, Draymond's the only one who really rebounds there, right? So he's going to have an opportunity. And uh, if I got my man... Uh, Whoever I got down there, check this out. One of my boys just texted me something crazy. And at first I looked at it. I did a double take, but I want to share it right now. with Stats over beat Cypher. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, I heard it. I got a meme right now. It said, breaking news. J.R. Smith has agreed in principle with the Los Angeles Lakers. And then right after that, it said, but the Los Angeles Lakers did not agree in principle with J.R. Smith. And that's probably what LeBron is feeling these days. He is happy. To be gone. Big shout out to my man Kenneth Cashman and RotoWare. They were doing that J.R. Smith, LeBron James shirt with the new logo. Gotta love that as well. All right. 
Let's keep it moving here as we put the fun in functional sports radio. What I got to do is I got to tell you about this World Cup. Listen, if you follow Speed's the Spitting Statistician, Stats Over Beat Cypher, if you see me on my Patreon, I'm out there giving you World Cup locks right now. I'm something like 11-2 and two on the World Cup. Right now, I'm going over here right now. I'm checking my balance on mybookie.ag. I swear to you, I logged in today and I was like, oh, where's this extra money coming from? No doubt. You know where it came from? It came from my bet to have my parlay to have Croatia and Belgium qualify for the quarterfinals. I have been telling you for weeks, Croatia and Belgium are the non-like favorites that you need to ride. Right now, there are eight teams left, and my guys, Croatia and Belgium are still two of them. Croatia, I mean, Belgium's going to have a tough one, though. So let's look at their uh, the quarterfinal matchups. There are four of them. I'm on over here right now on mybookie.ag where you can enter the promo code FNTSY and get a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit. You got to like that. Okay, it starts uh, the quarterfinals. The next round start on Friday, July 6th. We got two games. First game up, France. C'est la vie. Oui, oui. Against Uruguay. All right, listen. Uruguay is a decent squad, okay? Uh, Suarez, Cavani, I like some of what Uruguay is doing. Uruguay is also a very, very strong defensive team. I think they've let up something like one goal in this entire World Cup, and that was in the last round in their matchup against Russia, no, against Portugal, I do believe. And Uruguay is a very, very solid defensive squad. But France is no joke. All right. I got to take France. Listen, if you saw the uh, round the 16, that knockout phase, yo, Mbappe is just going over the top. He's just quicker than everybody. He's nasty. I like France to get back between the aging center backs of Uruguay. I like France. They are a minus 104 favorite. That's pretty much even money, okay? You got Uruguay at plus 350, the draw at plus 217. And the draw is interesting. You can still have a draw even in these knockout rounds when they go to the penalty kicks. And that's something I didn't realize at first, okay? So these lines are about in 90 minutes, okay? And that's very important. So like if you see these extra time games, like you see Colombia, England today, extra time. You saw a lot of extra time games that go to penalty kicks. You lose if you bet one of these guys. This is a cl- uh, assuming in 90 minutes, but I would go ahead and take France over Uruguay to advance to the semifinals from the early Friday game. Second game, and boy, this is the one. This is the one that's really going to decide a lot of stuff for me, for me personally. And if you follow Stats Overbeat Cypher, if you've been following me and you got more money in your uh, mybookie.ag account, then this one is going to be a big one for you. We got Belgium, my squad, Lukaku, De Bruyne, right? Um, Hazard and others, Fulani, you know, and others. Company. So they got Brazil. They got Brazil in this round. And listen, Brazil is a deserving favorite. But I got to tell you something. I'm riding with my boys on Belgium. I think Brazil, yeah, they've looked tight, but they haven't looked like these world beaters, overall favorites like they're built up to be. Belgium has just as many world-class players. Belgium has studs up front. And if you saw the game against Japan, they were down 2 nothing. Had a furious comeback to win that game 3-2. I think Belgium can score with anybody. I would like two things. I like Belgium in this game. I understand if you don't. But in this game, over-under for this game is two and a half. I'm taking the over. There will be three goals scored in this game. Belgium can score, and Brazil can score as well. This I I see as a 2-1 game. Okay, so I like the over in this game. You know I like uh, Belgium, but I've got already, I've got stake in them already, you know, to... uh, advance so i'm not going to lay this i'm not going to hedge on this i like the over in that game then when we go to saturday you got another one of my teams croatia they're up against russia i don't know if there's collusion going on or not that's the only thing that causes me concern i like that croatia has to face russia instead of spain but listen they're in russia you know Putin's going to be watching. You know he's got his trolls, you know, and his bots farming. You know, like all the stray dogs are going to be, like, coordinating something. So my, my, my crew of Croatia with uh, Rakitic and, you know, some of the other guys, they are up against it. They are, however, the favorites, and I hope and I love Croatia to move on. In the last quarterfinal, you're going to have England, who beat Colombia today in penalty kicks, up against Sweden. I think, you know— 
England's got some mojo right now. I think they are the better side. Look out for Harry Kane. I like England. So right now, my semifinals would be England versus Croatia and Belgium and France. I, I got France, Belgium, Croatia, and England as my final four. And then I'm telling you, you right now, you may still be able to get, there's a prop bet right now on mybookie.ag, the continent of the winner. Europe and South America are pretty much the big choices. You know, you get North America, Asia, they were options as well. But I like France, Belgium, Croatia, and England to be the final four. All representing Europe. Go ahead, lay money heavily on the favorite that is Europe. Your only options for the rest of the world are Brazil and uh, Uruguay, right? So, you know, take this Europe bet and then maybe lay some shekels on Brazil if you want to hedge. That's what I'm telling you right now. France, Belgium, Croatia, and England, unfortunately, for some, I think will make it. All right. Let's bring in my man Danny Otto here. If you are a fan of the fantasy freestyle, and if you have been watching the last few episodes, you remember when a couple of weeks ago we were celebrating the World Cup and the international flavor of the fantasy freestyle. We had Katya and Victoria, the world's tallest models on the show. Katya had the literally the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest legs in the world. So Danny and I... We were able, and we went to the world's tallest model show last weekend. It was a glorious time at Stage 48. And Danny Otto, we bring him now in on the Fantasy Freestyle as my model correspondent. Danny, how you doing, brother man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. So let's give people our top takeaways here from the model <laughs> show. And you're laughing. I'm laughing. Because overall, I got to say this. You know, shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the girls. They did their thing. Shout out to the designers. But Danny, it was a little weird. It was... Definitely a little. It weird. was a little weird, yeah. Danny. Right. Well, okay. here's the thing. I've never had experience with that, so I don't know if the regular version is is weird. Also, like I don't know. I have nothing to. I think to this go is by. a little weirder. Oh yeah. Because here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. And big shout out to our homegirl Anastasia, who is our hookup, former bartender over here at Rock and Riley Studio 34. She was like worried about. She was trying to. That's why the girls were on the show. We were promoting. They were trying to sell tickets, right? And it looked, Danny, and you will, you will, you will acknowledge this. It looked when we would go and. At the show, when the show was going on, it looked like the venue wasn't full, okay? And I will say that. And so I was like, oh, snap. Maybe they're not making money off this. Maybe our promotion wasn't good. But then I talked to Anastasia afterwards, and she said, oh, no, 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 we sold out. And in fact, Danny, she said that some of the guys who went there spent $1,500 for their seat to the show and to be able to, you know, like, you know, go to the after party. With the models afterwards, right? And we were talking to some of those dudes, and uh, it was a little strange, Danny. That, when I said a few seconds or minutes ago that it was weird, I more yeah. meant they were weird. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's weird. what I'm saying. Shout out to the girls. They did their thing. They looked beautiful. The clothes were awesome. But it was just a little bit of a weird vibe. I think at one point, we literally referenced the movie Get Out. Saying, like, this seems a little weird. I don't know what these, like, older gentlemen are really here for or what they're expecting. So I will say that. And then also, listen, shout out to Katya, right, who is here, longest legs in the world. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're 6'9", 6'10", and you're also wearing, like, 6 or 7-inch heels, do not try to walk down some stairs. I watch, you know, like, I, I never really watched the Miss America pageant or model shows, like, from beginning to end. But if I did, the thing I'd be looking for is to see someone fall. And, oh, my God, did Katya almost fall. Like, I'm talking, guys, listen, Stats of Beat Cypher. I'm talking first model out, first song, first outfit, you know, boom, she almost tumbles down the stairs. Danny, what were you thinking when that was going down? I the worst part is that we knew her. Yeah. Like if it was one of the models, the ones that, that I didn't know, know I'd be like, like ah, ha, 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 ha. but I felt bad because yeah. it was Katya, right? But I mean, she grabbed her, like she got herself. She tripped like on one or two steps, then jumped down like three or four steps yeah. and landed in high heels. Yeah. That was like impressive. Yeah, impressive. And then after that, they had like this other six six dude like helping them walk down yeah. the stairs. It was a lot of fun. Danny, what was your biggest takeaway from the event? Uh. That uh, I, I guess some guys are willing to pay $1,500. Some guys are willing to pay $1,500 for what the stats overbeat Cypher and my Patreons can just see live and direct here. We had Katia, we had Victoria, some lovely, some other lovely ladies. Their model show is going to keep it moving. I believe they're going to L.A. So if you're part of the stats overbeat Cypher, Jilly Dilly, I see you if you want to get down. My boy's out there with the drankies. Uh, if you want to get down, holler at your boy at Spittin' Speeds. Danny, what else you got from the show? I mean, it was a fun experience overall, though, right? 
Oh, yeah. No, it, it was great. It, it kind of makes me feel better that we got asked to go to the front row, yeah. knowing that some people, like, obviously that were in the front row to start yes. were... were uh... And, like, in between designers, like, the MC was, like, interviewing people. Yeah. All right? And they were asking, like... And, and a lot of it was friends and family, you know, like, networks of people, right? Like, showing love, showing support. But there was, like, this one kind of shady dude that was in the front row and they asked him like oh who do you know and he was like nah i paid my own way here i wanted to see this and it had a shady tinge to it that's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna leave it at that danny would you agree oh i absolutely agree to that (laughs) all right so but check it out you want to support katia and the crew the world's tallest models they're doing their thing their fashion show is on the barnstorming tour check them out we got to party with them a little bit later afterwards it was a lot of fun a good time was had by all we only got a couple minutes left here on the fantasy freestyle so the one thing i want to tell you jp i apologize we're gonna have to push my trap game maestros back to next week but the one thing i want to do i don't know if i don't know if my best friend forever mikey florio is down there or anybody else but since I saw you guys laughed last, July 1st happened. July 1st is not only the start of a new fiscal year, but I call it Bobby Bonilla Day. And if you're a Mets fan, you know about this. Bobby Bonilla last played for the New York Mets in 1999. He had 160 for them. And he was due on his contract $5.9 million left. Instead of taking the money up front, he decided to defer his payment, get deferred payments. And what that meant with interest was from the year 2010 until the year 2035, 25 years, including last weekend, Bobby Bonilla gets a check for $1.2 million from the New York Mets, still for laying on his couch or for barbecuing out in the Bronx or for doing some bachata. He gets $1.2 million this July 1st and every July 1st from now until 2035. I got to tell you, I want his agent or money manager because that was an awesome deal. The Mets and the Wilpons thought at this point in time that because they were in bed with Bernie Madoff. They thought that they were getting 10% returns on their money. So they thought if they deferred payment to Bobby Bonilla with 8% interest, they were still coming out ahead on the deal and would just use their interest to pay Bobby Bonilla. But then, as you know, the thing went down with Madoff and the Wilpons, and now they don't have that. And so for now, and for the next 17 years, Bobby Bonilla will be making $1.2 million on every July 1st. So that's why I call it Bobby Bonilla Day. Dilly dilly to Bobby Bonilla. All right. Um, check it out. We about to get out of here. We only got a couple of minutes left. And so what well, two minutes left to be exact. And so what I want to do is I'm going to tell you about next week's show next week. What we're going to do is we're going to preview another division. We did the AFC West this week. We'll probably go on over to the NFC West. We're going to get my guys, the trap game maestros back on and popping on the show. We got to get them into the flow. My man, JP, the night owl has not heard the speeds fantasy football remixes from the trap game maestros. So we're going to get them live and direct we'll bring in jp to talk about any updates as it relates to nba free agency trades that sort of thing i told you about my final four for the world cup i am riding again with france belgium over brazil in the upset which would would be the upset of the round right so i like france to move on as a favorite i like belgium to prove pull the upset, part of which is because I got my man Romelu Lukaku as the guy who I expect to score the most goals in the tournament. Me and my boy Frank Stanfield have that bet. Keep it locked to Chris Ventra, the analyst. He's got some good looks on, on the World Cup as well. Then I like Croatia to, um, you know, overcome the collusion, overcome the stray dogs and Putin out there. And I like Croatia to uh, advance to the semifinals. And I like England to move on. So give it England, Croatia, Belgium, and France, all of them from Europe. So you can bet the continent of the winner right now. Give me Europe. We're going to talk about World Cup. We're going to talk about the NFC West. We're going to play some trap game maestros. And we're going to catch up with JP the Night Owl next week for the Fantasy Freestyle and any of the updates. But it's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Keep it locked. Hit me up on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds. Check me out on Patreon. You know what it is. It's your boy helping you win your leads and win that cash. I'm out. Have a good one. Keep dinner warm for me, unicorn. I'll be right there. All right, we out. Hey.